The Meddlesome Meeples present The Quest Report with Matt and Richard. Welcome to The Quest Report and we are talking about Dream Wars, which is kind of a RPG type game, isn't it? But it's a little yeah. bit different to what we have previously talked about. I think if you if you enjoy RPGs, if you are maybe a Descent player, hmm. then this is probably something that's going to be right up your alley because it's uh, got a different feel and look to it. If, you're in, if you l- dislike the Lovecraft theme as well, but you like some of the Lovecraft games, yeah. I think it, this, again, is going to be just a ticket for you. It's kind of steampunk, isn't it? Yeah, it's very unique in that sense because, personally, I love a bit of steampunk. I love a bit. A moderate amount. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> we love steampunk to the appropriate degree. Yeah. Um, and that really does come through this. It's kind of like a steampunk fantasy um, Lovecraftian mesh, isn't it, really? Hmm. But it uses quite a lot of um, similar mechanics to something like Descent. Yes, because it's kind of a campaign, isn't it? Um, yeah. You have... Well, I was going to say missions or something, but they're actually called ordeals. Yeah. <laughs> you go through ordeals in this game, which... Which know. is going to appeal to some people in our society, I think. You know. I, I think so. Do you yeah. want to play an ordeal with me tonight? You know? <laughs> yeah. uh, basically, with this, it does use a similar sort of campaign system to probably not so much Descent as Imperial Assault, because in Imperial Assault, if you uh, play a, a scenario whether you win or fail dictates the next scenario you move on to oh no so it's like a choose your own adventure but it's yeah. just whether you die or not and it's the same in this if you mm. play a scenario and you win you move on to the next if you play a scenario and you lose you still move on to the next it just d- 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 changes which scenario you go to did we win? we won yeah, we won. I seem to remember us winning it was a little while ago that we played this now and I wasn't feeling all that well that day mm. But I still loved the game, yeah. and I, I think that is quite a that's a, a testimony to the game. I want to come straight out and say this: this is one of the m- most gorgeous boards I've played on. Yes, it is a massive map, isn't it? Mm. And the map is broke down to different symbols, and we'll throw a picture up on our Instagram page uh, for you to have a look at. But the map itself is just fant- a fantastic piece of artwork, and you've got uh, it's broken up into your different regions, different mm. cities, diff- different um, maybe monuments shown on the map, and you're moving your uh, piece a- around the different squares to go to the different yeah, sections that's and it. do the, things. The scale is very zoomed out, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, rather than something like Arkham Horror, which is zoomed into one particular city. Yeah, this is zoomed out across a, a wide area, mm. um, and as you're moving around the map, you've got different types of locations because you've got trading locations which could be the sort of like common trading for common items tech items yeah like places in the city mostly like a city with lots of trading locations and then you might go to somewhere else and you've got a healing location Mm. when you're out in the wilderness uh, and you found a shrine something like that yeah places where you can go and get kantichi songs uh, places where Kantichi. You... That's a word to remember in this. And also, there's locations because there's two decks of cards. You've got the City Intrigues Cut deck mm-hmm. and the Outland Mysteries deck. So when you're in a city, if you land on a certain square, you draw a card, which might be a challenge or something, some sort of opportunity, but something that that's quite interesting, like an event card. Mm-hmm. And then if you're 
there are locations outside of the towns and cities where you land on and there are these outland mystery cards which again you draw it and something might happen and it's quite exciting because you don't mm. I, but it does give you that kind of RPG feel as you're moving around the board yeah it's like uh, random encounters isn't it really but they're not yeah. all fighting monsters it and, can be weird things happening and you're exploring these maps mm. and there are different portal locations as well depending, yeah. which will affect you know depending on the kind of mission you go because very much like uh, something like Eldritch Horror and a lot of other games you draw basically a villain um, and that will dictate what ordeals you do what missions you go on and also uh, it'll affect the some of the cards that you draw it'll affect the enemies yeah which uh, enemies appear so each one has its own deck don't it? Of, each of one enemies. has its own deck yeah. so it doesn't very much your entire game is going to depend on which enemy you choose now you can choose one mm-hmm. and some of them are more difficult than others uh, but also you can like we did you can randomly draw and pick one uh, which is what we, which is what we did and i think sometimes it, particularly if you're new to the game that's probably going to be the best option you take out maybe the the extra difficult one yeah take out the worst ones <laughs> and then just draw one of the other ones because until that until you've played it you're not really going to know what kind of decks do what and what villains do what so you may as well just draw one at random um and i really enjoyed this game mm. So, yeah, we had our own little character sheets, didn't we, which were quite mm-hmm. small, these little cards, and we had uh, various stats on it. We So we did it where we dealt out two random ones to each yeah. of us, and then we could pick which ones we were going to have. There was I really wanted to be this dwarf. This dwarf had, like, a metal arm, and he was smoking <laughs> a pipe. He looked really cool. But um, just from the ones that Matt and Heather chose, I just really thought I should be this pirate instead. So I was Leanna Stern the sky pirate because she had the two kind of cantici things so she could have two of those mm. cantici cards which are basically i would say light spells but they're like music so it's that's a bit of a unique feature of this right just part of the aesthetic really so i had these cards i can't remember if i used one but i had them there you did, if I needed you did them. use them a few times Good, yeah. yeah and they i were, was in a delirious state they were always <laughs> quite interesting yeah you were you had man flu at the time yeah um i got to play a character called eogar the headhunter now he was a wildkin fighter he, and and he looks he, like the guy from from uh what's it twilight imperium yeah. <laughs> basically he's like a like a lion-like barbarian warrior he's cool. it was pretty cool and so the way the characters are built in this are quite interesting because you have your uh, various skills. So my guy, for example, had no Kantichi skills, no tech skills, but he did have very good skill skill levels and very good melee skills. Now, in this, if you want to start a combat, unless you're, you've got like a particular weapon or something you're using, you're just using your melee skill. Yeah. And any kind of and you get different tests to do during the game. And these work very much like the descent tests, mm. uh, which is you have a stat, you roll, and you're looking for that stat or lower to pass. <laughs> okay, so for my guy on a six-sided die, I'm rolling to looking for a four or less for a melee attack, and for certain skills, three or less to pass. But again, I quite like that kind of mechanic. Um, and then I get a health, a movement skill on there. I get uh, stats to tell me I can carry four common items, or I can carry uh, three canti—not uh, three cantici, but um, three of the like special 
cards that you get in there. Mm. Um, and then as well as that, you've got certain skills. Now, this again is quite interesting because each character will have some skills on the right-hand side column of their character card. And those are different abilities that they can use once they meet certain requirements. Yeah, so it's got like a, a lock symbol on one side, which is basically the condition you need to be in to be able yeah. to use it. Like my first one says you have no dream shards left. So if I didn't have any, then the other side, an open padlock is like what you can do yeah. in that situation. It says you can test your skill to draw the first dream shard in the appropriate discard pile. So that's the kind of thing. Mine is. was more combat based because, for example, kill five nemesis with melee attacks. I could then choose a nemesis in play and re-roll any failed attack against it. So you know these are quite interesting. What you can what you can do. Um, again, beautiful artwork on the cards. Hmm? Yeah, really love the steampunk type art. And also because this was a Kickstarter from Royal Art Games, I got the uh, the full the full whack on the Kickstarter. So I got. A load of uh, really nice bookmarks that came with it as well. We got the art book, which had some really nice artwork. Oh, and yeah, showed some of the looking. different stages yeah. of development of the artwork. So that helped me to appreciate that as well. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I can't recommend the artwork in this game enough. It is beautiful to look at. Yeah, even the if you map. don't have the Kickstarter, yeah. you can enjoy all the artwork that's actually on the game. The artwork that's in the map, that's in the different cards, etc., is yeah. fantastic. So it you'll is. get that even at retail. Um I really like the way it played. I like the mechanics, the way it worked. And um, we, for our mission, we had to travel from one side of the map to the other, and then um, fight enemies inside the city to try and yes. search for some missing individuals. Yeah, that was what it was. Once it? it wasn't the Burgermaster or something. Yeah, yeah, we had to find him. Yeah, so we started out in a city over on the right side of the map, over on the east, and we. Um, Looking back, we should have stayed in there a little bit longer and, and done like, some trading. Done some trading. But we got were just some weapons. eager to get out the door, weren't we? I know. We we just basically kicked down the door of the city yeah. and went straight out into the wilderness. <laughs> um, had to use melee attacks on things because we didn't have any weapons. And but you know it, it went really well. And um, we when we got to this other city, which was over on the left side of the map, um, by that time quite a few monsters had spawned, hadn't they? So mm. there was little monsters. Well. Some of them were quite big. There were some monsters going around. They were kind of chasing us a bit. But when we got to that other city, we had to keep kind of making these attempts to try and find mm. like clues, didn't we? And if we failed, we got kicked out of the city again. And that meant us getting attacked because there were a lot of monsters out there waiting for us. And that bit was really fun because yeah. like, uh, I think Matt was outside trying to uh, to fight some of these things. I was I kept going back into the city to try and uh, search for this guy, but ended up back out in the battle. Um, I can't remember what Heather was doing. She was the robot guy, wasn't she? Yeah, she, she was. was just, she was helping basically me and I was fighting, going into the city to clues, and then moving back out to fight. Yeah, Heather was sort of cutting a path through the the villains, and yeah. you were focusing on uh, trying to complete the objective. And it worked really well doing it that way. Mm. So that uh, you know, other because you get. The villains, the nemesis creatures, are going to spawn on a regular basis. So you've got to keep them down, or you'll get overwhelmed by them. Mm. Um, and that was so. It was it was quite good to sort of split up like that and go in different directions at, yeah. at that point around the city. Yeah, I would be interested in trying some of the other ordeals because obviously this was like a kind of a starting one in a way, but uh, or it was our first anyway. But um, yeah, 
some of these seem quite complex and I just think it could be interesting to have to do more objectives around more of the map yeah yeah and it introduces some unique mechanics each different scenario as well so mm. that it's never going to be the same thing in fact uh, according to the makers of this game there's over 400 hours of content without replaying that is a lot of tuesdays that is a lot of Tuesdays. So that will keep us going for a while. There, mm -hmm. There's a lot of dice that come with this. There's also a couple of expansions that you can get, like the Adventurer's Kit and Horror Hunters, uh, that adds even more content to the game. Mm. So all in all, this is a very beautiful game to play. It plays well. It's got some really good mechanics. This one definitely gets a recommendation from me. Yes, and... I would just like to say that I love these kind of cooperative adventure mm. games. Um, we have a few that we like to play kind of on a regular basis um, because I just like it a lot better than trying to defeat your friends at different yeah. things. It's nice to uh, it's to be the three of us against the, the game or if anybody else plays with us as well. Um, so it's so nice to have one that has that kind of teamwork but is a kind of completely different mechanic and just a different way of of playing so it's nice to have one that's not just a copy of other ones with like different um different artwork and mm. stuff and in a different setting it's nice to have one that actually does feel like it plays differently so yeah i'm looking forward to doing some more ordeals on this i did have one negative about the game mm -hmm. and this is me being a little bit finicky but i think for other people it may be more or less of an issue. Can we put up a finicky warning before you say it? Yeah, <laughs> hashtag finicky. And that was to do, as, as I said, the map is absolutely gorgeous. But the markings that show different territories in certain lights, because it's almost like they've taken a background so that you can get the, the full splendour of the map. But the lines that mark out which space is what... They're like dotted lines, aren't they? Yeah, and in certain lights, from certain angles, it can be quite difficult to tell which space is connected to which. Mm. Um, uh, that is partly a lighting issue, partly that it's not very... The lines aren't very strong, strongly appearing on the map. But if they were, I think it would have spoiled the look of the map, so I didn't mm. really mind. Yeah. I... It just meant that I kind of had to like lean over and, and try and, and sometimes move a little bit just to see get a better angle to see the map from yeah well some of the some of the, the corners were a bit, a bit difficult to see which bit was in which little uh, space wasn't it because it was more i think where a one corner met several yeah that's it yeah some yeah of them were like little crossroads some were easier to tell but mm. it was all the, like the, some of the little angled bits on the map and and things that yeah. made it more difficult to see one of the things I liked about the spaces on the map was the fact that there were all different sizes. Yeah. So you didn't have to have any kind of mechanic about, oh, it's harder to go across mountains than it is across fields, mm. or the forest makes it more difficult, because if the terrain's difficult, basically the squares will just be smaller. It takes you more movement turns mm. to get across it. And if, if you, you get follow to the road, road... Yeah, the, yeah. Road, <laughs> the road is a long, thin square, so you're just like, I'm there, woo, and I'm in another place, so... Yeah, I thought that was that was quite good. But it was yeah. very nicely done that mechanic. It was, yeah. But I see what you mean. Yeah, the the spaces were a little bit difficult to see where they actually mm. were sometimes. But yeah, obviously that's not a massive deal, is it? No, not, not when the all. map is so beautiful. I would so, much yeah. rather have the map. And as I say, the map is so good. If 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 I ever played through all four hundred hours content of this, mm. I would probably frame the map at the end. It's that nice. 
yeah, so in a few years when we've done everything that's in this game, we'll frame the board. There you go. So this one gets a Meeple recommendation. That's Dream Wars by Royal Art Games. Farewell, Quester. To find out about other productions by the Middlesome Meeples, then check out our channel or rendezvous with us at middlesomemeeples.com. Until next time, Quester, farewell and keep thine axe sharp.